Pastor Jim Newsom, and this is Truth in the Word on Biblical News Report Talk Radio. The 24th day of April 2020, we're broadcasting to you today from North Central West Virginia. Going to continue on today in the book of John, chapter 20, talking about uh, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, fulfilling the prophecies that uh, come down through the years. He uh, Told, he said, you are a what generation that seeks after a sign? He called them wicked and perverse. He said, there'll be no sign given except the sign of the prophet Jonah, who for three days was in the belly of the fish, and on the third day came out. Before we get into the Word of God, let's pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to declare your Word. The Word inspired, the Word Lord, you said written on the tables of our hearts should be. And we ask you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you anoint it. You know every person, every situation, every circumstance. It's going to listen to this broadcast today. You see every need in their lives. And we ask you to minister today in the name of Jesus. Lord, bring salvation, healing, deliverances, set the captives free. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Jesus, that name above all names. The Word of God declares that that there's nothing by no means greater than the name of Jesus Christ. So today we're going to talk about him coming out of the grave. The disciples, they're part of our lost hope. They were going back to their normal way of life. But we have Mary, Mary Magdalene, the one who the Bible declares Jesus Christ cast seven devils out of her, changed her life completely. It's what he does, you know, is changes people's lives. And John 20, verse 1, says, The first day of the week, which, by the way, is Sunday, Mary Magdalene early, when it was yet dark, before the sun came up, went into the sepulcher and see if the stone taken away from the sepulcher. So, Many people say, well, you know, the angel had to roll back the stone. No. Um, The reason the stone was rolled back was because, so they could look in. (laughs) Because he didn't need to move the stone to come out. He was in his his glorified body. The Bible says the Spirit of God quickened, quickened Jesus Christ and raised him from the dead. And that's a very important part of our belief system. And we must believe that. And, of course, it is the truth because the Bible says so. But the Bible says she see the stone rolled away from the sepulcher or the grave. Remember, this was the grave of Joseph of Arimathea, the borrowed tomb of that particular man who was a member of the Sanhedrin. He was one. Him and Nicodemus buried Christ. And 
we're going to find out here that uh, Paul said in Corinthians 15:23, on this day, therefore, the Lord became the first fruits of God's resurrection harvest. The first fruits. He says, he says in 1 Corinthians 15, 20 through 23, but now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, <clears throat> or Adam, by man came also the resurrection, the second Adam, Jesus Christ, of the dead. Or as Adam all die, for as in Adam all die, so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man in his own order, Christ's firstfruits, afterward that they are Christ at his coming. Now verse, verse 22 says, For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Now this shows the need to be born again. Because if you study the Bible and you know what, what the Word of God says, that that me and you were born with Adam's nature, or a sin nature. Adam was a son of God. We are sons of Adam. The only way we become the sons of God is to believe the gospel. When the Bible says when we believe the gospel, or the good news of Jesus Christ, and God gives us power to become the sons of God. In other words, we are reconciled back to God, which was God's purpose for redemption through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So even so in Christ, listen, shall all, in other words, all those that choose, be made alive. The universal call, the universal uh, 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 act of God that he so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever should believe upon him should not perish. There again, be pointing towards the universal call. Listen to me today. He died for every man, woman, boy, or girl. He's no respecter of persons, and he says in his word, I would that none would perish. It's simply what the word of God says. So verse 2, Then she runneth, or runs, and cometh to Simon Peter, and to the other disciples, whom Jesus loved and said unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, and we know not where they have laid him. Now we see no hint of the resurrection. So this this proves that uh, as much as he talked about while he was here, in his, in, uh, before, before he was crucified, he talked about his resurrection. He, he told the Pharisees, he said, he said, kill this body or destroy this temple, and on the third day, I will resurrect it again. Jesus' purpose on this earth was to die for the sins of men. For this reason was the Son of God manifested, listen now, that he might destroy the works of the devil in my life and in your life. As I've said many, many times, he's the answer to every problem that we have. The Bible says in this world, listen, now we will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. He doesn't promise us that life's going to go smooth, but he promises that we can cast our cares upon him because he cares 
for us. So she says, they've taken the Lord out of the sepulcher. So this once again shows uh, that they weren't really looking towards a resurrection. And, and Mary thought that, that perhaps Joseph or Nicodemus had removed the body of Christ and moved it somewhere else, which uh, this is why the stone was rolled in front. So uh, uh, the Jewish people said, you got to roll a stone in front of there because they'll come and steal his body. So, but uh, he wasn't there, which we're going to find, which, which we know in our heart of hearts. Verse 3, Peter therefore went forth. And that other disciple, and came to the sepulcher. In Luke twenty four twelve, then arose Peter and ran into the sepulcher, stooping down, and beheld the linen cloths laid by themselves, and departed, wondering in himself at that which was come to pass. Now you can read and study, but the 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 configuration of the cloths according to Jewish what tradition points to him coming back again. You can study on that. But it was his promise. It's his promise to come. He lived. He ministered. He died on a cross, shed his precious blood, the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. And on the third day, he resurrected. Verse 4. So they ran both together, which many think was John. So they ran both together, and the other disciple did outrun Peter and came first to the sepulcher. So they were wondering what was going on. This was breaking news. Something something was going on. Verse 5, and stooping down and looking in, saw the linen cloth lying yet went he not in. Verse 6. Then comes Simon Peter following him and went into sepulcher and see of the linen cloths lying. There again we... Uh, uh, the, Greek, the Greek term here, if you study this, uh, implies an intense stare. In other words, what's going on here? In contrast... To uh, and more just 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 glancing. Oh, he's not there. No, no. Uh, uh, he was looking uh, a hard stare. Like what in the world? What what has happened to the body of our Lord? Like I said, this 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 was breaking news to them. Uh, they were discouraged. They were. It's over now. He's gone. They had, had 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 fell into a a a, a little term of, of unbelief here, as uh, the man said, "Lord, I believe, but help me my unbelief." Verse seven. And the napkin that was about his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. So the scripture is giving an awful lot of awful lot of emphasis on the napkin or the linen. But it says wrapped together in place by itself. 
So uh, a, only a resurrected body could come out, and uh, without without uh, shaking up or disturbing anything around and about him. This listen, Christ was the first fruits of the dead. Jesus said, "I am the resurrection, and I am the life. I am the way." He told the sister of Lazarus, he said, he said, uh, I am the resurrection. And she, she said, surely thou art the Christ. This was a big deal. This was a big deal. Because he arose, me and you arose. In the eyes of God, we died with him on that cross, was laid with him in that tomb, and was resurrected with him when he came out of the grave. In Christ alone we have our hope. In a day and an age when people are losing hope and wondering what in the world is going on, when confusion has has set in our world, chaos seems to be around and about us and probably will increase. The Bible says it will. Men will wax worse and worse, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, the Bible says. So the resurrection, because he come out of the grave. Now listen, the Bible says and teaches, and I believe everything in this book, the Bible says that because he come out of the grave, that if we die in Christ, that me and you will come out of the grave. That there is a resurrection. Read 1 Corinthians Chapter 15, Paul wrote concerning the resurrection of the mortal body into immortality. The Bible says where corruption shall put on incorruption. Where the body, the new body, we're not going to float around in space. We're going to have a body, the Bible says. The Word of God says Jesus come in the volume in the book and the body that God had prepared for him. As Jesus Christ was, so shall we be. And he come out and he uh, was in a resurrected, all-seeing physical body. He could be touched. He said, Thomas, touch the scars in my hands. And the Bible says, as Jesus Christ was, so are we. This, this, is, this is very important that we realize that the grave is not final. That those that die in Christ, Daniel said there's coming a day of resurrection. Some will be resurrected to, to, to the goodness and the mercy of God and the great things of God, and some will be resurrected to contempt and judgment and wrath and eternal damnation, according to the word of God. We have hope today because of this. We're living in a very hard time. And, and as I said before, the Bible clearly teaches that things really aren't going to get better until Christ comes back and sets his king on this earth. That the earth as we know it and, and everything around and about us is convulsing, that we are in the time of sorrows. Now, I know Jesus was talking to the Jews, but it wasn't to us, but for us. So everything was he's a forerunner of what's coming, a forerunner of the Antichrist, a forerunner of the tribulation period. Things are happening quick. Look at the weather patterns. Look at what's going on around and about us. 
see men shaking their heads and really not want, not knowing what to do. The Bible says in the last days that the perplexity shall settle on mankind, that they will not know exactly what to do. The waves and the seas roaring, and men's hearts failing them for what they see coming on the face of the earth. Our hope today is Jesus Christ, and the Bible says that hope is an anchor for the soul. Verse 8, Then went in also that other disciple, which came first to the sepulcher, which was John, and he saw, and listen, and he believed. There went the other disciple. So this speaks of John entering the tomb. Now now both him and Peter are, are in the tomb. And he saw and done what? Believed. Points to the fact he believed what Mary Magdalene said that the Lord's gone. Not necessarily that he was resurrected. But I, I I had to think in the back of my mind that in the back of his mind he's going, I believe he talked about this. Could it be that he's come out of the grave? Could it be that he is alive? He said he would be. Listen to me today. Jesus Christ is alive. The Bible says there's a man sitting by the right hand of God. The God Man, he had to come in man. How 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 important are we in the uh, mind of God that that God Himself would come down and take on a physical body and die? A king would die for His people. For God so loved the world. It, I mean, think about it. Think about it. The psalmist said, Why, who, who are we that God is mindful of us? Why does he even think about us? Because he loves us. The Bible says the fulfilling of the law is love. The law, I might speak about that a second, by no means delivered us. It just showed us how bad we are. It's a mirror per se. But Jesus came and fulfilled that law, and he done it in love. Verse 9, for as yet they knew not the scripture, that he must rise again from the dead. So Christ had prophesied his death and resurrection in the very presence of the disciples. And the Bible uh, states that they really didn't understand. As uh, he made the statement, destroy this temple, three days I'll raise it up again. They said the temple took years and years to build. What's he talking about? He's talking about himself. In Luke 24, 24 through 26, we read about Christ coming up to the to the men on the road to where he may us. And, and it says, and certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre and found it even so as the women had said, but him they saw not. And he said unto them, O fools, slow of heart to believe all the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter to his glory? They was telling this man, they did not know who he was, did not know who he was. 
But the Bible says he started to just declare the scriptures and what the prophets said unto them. And the light come on. And they said, did not even our heart burn within us because they received the revelation of the resurrected Christ, of the Christ who finished his work, Christ who is the hope of glory. This is, this is a new day. This is a new day for them. In Psalm 16, starting verse 10, For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Thou wilt show me the path of life in thy presence is fullness of joy. At the right hand there are pleasures forevermore. This is talking about God the Father will not allow God the Son to stay in hell, which the Bible declares he went there for, for a time to set what? The captives free to take captivity captive. For as yet they knew not the scripture. He must rise again from the dead. Verse 10. Then the disciples went away again unto their own home. They just went back to their houses. Uh, of course, they were they were they were ready as I many were to uh, uh, they had just kept the Passover. So next time we're going to talk about Jesus revealing Himself, the revelation of the resurrected Christ. Psalm says, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Look around. The world is full of fear. And I'm going to repeat the scripture that Peter has been repeated several times. For he gives us not the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And his perfect love is casting out all fear. In the book of Acts, he stood there and was ready to ascend in the glory cloud. And he went up, the angel of the Lord said, Why do you men of Galilee stand and gazing? For this same Jesus you see ascending in like manner will descend. Listen to me today. Jesus is coming back. And the only thing that really matters, this Bible declares this life is passing away. I know the Bible says we've got to occupy until he comes. Occupy. Until he comes. And wait and watch Stand our watch, write down our vision in front of us, and the point of time, Habakkuk says the vision will come to pass. Without a vision, a man will perish. Are you looking for the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? As you go about your daily task and what you got to do and what you got to deal with every day, are you, are you looking up? Because the Bible says when you see these things come to pass, look up because your redemption draws nigh. This, 
This should set off something within a Christian, the times we're living in and the things that are coming to pass that we should know. Can't be that much longer. The day and the hour, I don't know, neither is any man. I know there's been a lot to set dates down through the years, but uh, they were wrong. They were wrong. But we know that Paul taught that we are not the children of darkness, but the children of light. That these days should not come upon us unaware. We should be in the posture of, of watching and waiting. And letting the Holy Spirit prune our lives. God help us today. Take away the deadness out of our life. The Bible says in the twinkling of an eye. I've lived a while and, and I've heard people, well, it's just the same as it was. Nothing ever changed. Yes, yes, things are changing. Well, I've heard that Jesus is coming for years. Yes, I have too. So we're that much closer. We're that much closer to the coming of the Lord. And our relationship with him, at the end, the only thing that really matters. The Bible says, what would you give in exchange for your soul? Would you give this world and everything in it in exchange for your soul? The the world that the Bible declares and calls it an age or a time, which wind, that we are living in the age of grace and mercy, living in the age where the gospel needs to be preached in, in, in its fullness, living in the age where we need, we need to go into highways and the byways and tell them to come in. So do you know Christ today? Well, I go to church. That's good. You know your church. You know your preacher. But do you know Jesus Christ? Because there's going to be many that sit in church pews every Sunday. What's that mean today? They're not going to make it. But we cast out devils in your name. We did this and we did that. He said, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. I knew you not. They were familiar, but they didn't know. Those that tried to cast out the devils in the name of Jesus that Paul preached. It didn't work out well. You can read about that. So do you know Christ? The song says, in times like these, we need a Savior. In times like these, we need an anchor. That anchor holds and grips the solid rock, and that solid rock today is Christ Jesus. You can't afford to die without him. You can't afford to live without him. you got to know him. Oh, I've got this and I've got that. Everything else is going to fade away, pass away. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But his word by no means will ever, ever pass away. When the smoke clears, so to speak, Jesus Christ will be sitting on the throne in Jerusalem. 
and only for a thousand years after the tribulation period. At the end of that thousand years, Satan will be dealt with for eternity, and then we're going into a perfect eternity, a perfect world, a utopia, everything that men talk about and dreams about today and has even established institutions to try to bring this to pass. Read Psalms chapter 2. But all these will fail. All these will fail. Because the Bible says Jesus Christ is Lord. That there's no name under heaven by which a man can be saved except through the name of Jesus. Call upon him, the Bible says, and you shall be delivered and shall be set free. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. What we're talking about today. Repent. Make a constant decision to turn and go in another direction with a godly sorrow. Denounce all evil in your life. And the Bible says he'll change you. I'm not saying you're going to see lightning and hear and hear thunder and the floor's going to quake. I'm saying today that if you call on his name and have a broken and a contrite spirit, that he'll save you. He'll save you. I've heard people down through the years, save me from what? Well, save you from an eternity with no hope. Listen now. Of ever, ever, ever being reconciled to God. That alone should quake us. Never hearing the gospel preached again, never hearing another gospel song. But the Bible says there's a place where there's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth where the canker worm never die. Yes, there is a literal hell. I may think there's just stages and all this and all that, but 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 the end result Jesus said that death and hell will be cast into hell for eternity. But there's coming a day when Jesus Christ is going to remove remove every evil influence from this world. Cleansed, purged. But that there's coming a day where there's be no more death, no more sickness. The song says, no more crying over there. When he takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land. What a day, glorious day. Wow, that will be. What the Bible says, he'll wipe away every tear. The song says, I'll ask the questions, he'll tell me why. We'll talk it over in the by and by. Man, 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 the old songs are good stuff. They preach. Do you know him today? The main thing that destroys so many, so many men and women is pride. The Bible states that pride comes before a fall, haughty destruction. A haughty spirit before destruction. The Bible says the spirit and the bride says come. The song of Solomon said, draw me, Lord, and I will come running after you. Draw me. I'll come running. Wherever you're at today, just call on the name of the Lord. Whatever you're going through, cast your cares upon him. Listen, listen. 
he would the number perish. And, and, and of course, we're talking about the physical death. We're, we're mainly talking about the, the spiritual death. We're all going to die physically unless we're raptured. It's appointed that the man wants to die and then the judgment. But see, we can have eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The no-so salvation, I've heard preachers talk about for years, that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that all's well between you and God, that nothing stands between us and our Savior, nothing between me and you and our Savior. Seek him while he may be found. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, Lord, to expound your word, and we know in its life, quick and powerful. We ask you today, you know, every individual that's listening to this broadcast, you see their need. Lord, let them see what these scriptures are saying today. And let them, Lord, listen to your Holy Ghost as you draw As your scripture says, we shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. We ask you today to save souls, heal bodies, touch minds, deliver those, Lord, that are bound by habits and perversion, Lord, and addiction. It takes your blood to set people free. We can't do it by ourselves. There's nothing in ourselves we can do. They said, call on your name, and you said you deliver us. When we give ourselves as a living sacrifice, <clears throat> holy and acceptable for God. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done, what you're going to do. Lord, bring revival to this nation as we repent of our sins. And we ask all these things in Jesus' holy and righteous name. Amen and amen. God bless till next time. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want.